You're listening to the Restraining Hollywood Podcast, where entertainment isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. On tonight's episode, the boys welcome actors Mike Borka and Douglas Sidney. All right, how you guys doing? Welcome to the Restraining Hollywood Podcast. This is, uh, what do you call these episodes? This is episode of Round Two. We'll just call it Round Two. With us today, Elliot Devinney. My, my mic's not working, so I'll be speaking very loud. We love you, Elliot. <laughs> Elliot's had quite the day. I'll let him tell you about it. <laughs> also with us is uh, our, our, our two very talented actors and good friends of mine, Mr. Doug Sidney and Mr. Mike Borka. Thank Say you, hi, Brandon. Guys. Hi, guys. Hey, Dougie. Borks. Twinkie. <laughs> so, yeah, so the purpose of these podcasts are to, uh, you know, of course, pimp and promote our upcoming projects, ourselves, and to give you, the listener, a little bit of an idea of who we are, the guys behind. And to keep you all in the loop with yeah. what Brandon and his production company are doing, right? Again, yeah, plugging yeah, yeah. and informing. Well, and, you know, I want to hear about be. you, and I want to hear about Mike. All the goods. And I want to hear about Elliot, even though I know <laughs> what's going on with you guys. Uh, no know. one else does. So let them know. All right, who wants to start? Uh, let Doug go. He's, he's looking antsy. Doug looks ready. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of my normal demeanor, I guess. <laughs> Lots of nervous energy. Uh, well, we're we're mid July with this second round, so it's you know summer in Minnesota for a couple more weeks anyway. Uh, Brandon Elliott, Mike, as a writer and actor, you big projects coming up, which I'm sure everyone that follows. Your production company knows about Potpourri and In Harm's Way, October, November premieres, which is cool. Mm, excited, uh, very excited. I don't know. I hate talking about myself. Brandon, what's going on in two weeks? Two weeks. For you. Oh, well, we're video shooting wise. a brand new there you uh, go. music video for Detune Kites. It's a really fun track off of uh, the album The, the Brightest. The song's called Scan the Room. It also is featured as the last track to play in In Harm's Way. And uh, yeah, we're, we got uh, Elijah Woodcock directing it. Anthony Cousins is shooting. Me and uh, me and Coy are producing, and uh, we got some awesome people attached to it. I'm pretty stoked about that. We're gonna shoot it. Nice we're gonna enough. build sets at, at, in in Max Garage and basement <laughs> stuff. Love it. So love it. It's gonna get just swanky. Swanks. Appreciate you bringing me along for it. Should be fun. I'm giving up. Going to my nephew's birthday party for this. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll hear about that all day. But you know what? You when you when <laughs> you walk on set and you see the girls, you're gonna walk up and you're gonna be like, Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> oh, Brandon. It's not, it's like it's not about too. the girls, Brandon. It's about the it's about the art, it's about the work, right? Oh. You guys need an extra <laughs> and it's about the girls. Are you gonna be gone? Oh, that's right. Is it next week? Or it's, no, it's August. First week in August. But hey, are you gonna be here July thirtieth? the party? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You guys all oh, coming yeah. to that, I'll right? Here, Wait, so. whose Definitely. party? Okay, so oh, the, yeah. this is what's Who's up. Party? This is what's up. The the it uh, the Sorry, I just woke up. I haven't had enough coffee. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, it's not like we had enough prep time to get going today, right? <laughs> Shut up. You. Saturday, <laughs> July 30th, uh my beautiful wife Jessica is we're going to have a birthday party for cuz on the 31st yeah. she turns 26. And um, we're having it here at the apartment. We we're like, where are we going to have it? Where are we going to have it? I'm like, like, let's just have it at the apartment because we're out in August. So this is going to be like the last bash. And I was going to get all sentimental with you chaps. And I, I wanted everyone to go around the room when they're drunk and 
and and give me your fondest memory of this place and what we've you know done accomplished That's destroyed one of the good ones yeah i mean dude oh, i am still we, on the ceiling <laughs> we were we were apartment hunting the other day and i literally was getting like choked up like thinking about having to leave this place I was not happy. I think everyone that's been here loves this place. I, ugh. You know, it's, ugh. it's the perfect setup to hang out, to film something, whether, regardless of what room it is. The, 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 your, your office, kid's mm-hmm. office, is as much a part of one night stand as anything because the way, the, the, the picture that being in that room creates with all the, all the paraphernalia and fanfare that you have on the wall it's so cool yeah and you'd think it'd be distracting in a shot but it's it's amazing it looks it just like molds into the wall it's a it's amazing and then you have you know it's so easy to even uh well i guess i've been in it so i know the layout of it but when you're seeing it on film um have you shot anything else other than segments from one night stand in there no no nothing else but you can you can you can Oh, yeah, a couple of interviews mm-hmm. for the Dark Days documentary that yeah. Woodcock's doing. Sure, so it'll show so, up again. But yeah, it's yeah, just, Bork, it's Borkus like, is in there, yep. your, your interview, yep, my, we and so is mine. Yep. So. It literally is a potpourri of different Whoa. music, Ooh, film, like media. Yeah. So Fuck. let me get this straight really quick. Elliot, your mic's not working? Correct. So you... Well, we can do like this shit. We can just swivel the mics over, and I can yeah, pop on this. Yeah, you guys look like... You can share. You guys look like you're in that rock band Boston, like you're sharing microphones. (laughs) That's that's hot. Seriously, with 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 that personality and more so that baritone voice. Yeah. Elliot. We (laughs) we can't not have Elliot get on that. Yeah, man. I think if I just speak loud, though, it'll pick up on all of them. You think so? For now, I mean, we've got a bunch to go. We can figure it out as we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted you to be able to chime in. I mean, I'm on my third cup of coffee here, so I'm gonna be rambling real soon. (laughs) Three hours of sleep, second cup of coffee. Same here. First one's gotta kick in. Let's rock. Nice. Okay, let's party. Well, uh, (laughs) let's do this, Uh, Mike. Talk, talk to us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Acting. What made you want to do it? What, what, how, how has your, uh, your ride been it's, so far? It's been a really good ride. Um, it's always just been a passion of mine, really. Always love the movies. When I was a little kid, I'd run around and act out scenes in the backyard and just do my thing. Just parents knew it, loved it. Never got into the theater thing, but... Uh, once I started doing the John Robert Powers classes with Bill Cooper, we all know Bill. He's great. Yeah. Uh, he really uh, helped me step it up a lot. Went out to New York with him. That was great. Um, and then, of course, you know, the summer of 07, that's when I met you, Brando. So. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Dude, I got to throw this out. Do you know that this coming up Monday will mark the three-year anniversary when you brought me the first act of the deal, which is now turned into an arm's way? That is, yeah. Like, I'm such a, like, a obsessive compulsive, like, numbers, like, oh, this happened this week, four years ago, you know? I think we were at a party at Max when I gave you that first. It was, like, the next morning or something like that. No, we had had that second party for Trust Me at the Varsity, and you came over the following Monday. Okay. Remember, you came over that night? Yep. Yeah. So, and and you brought the first act. Crazy to think of three years ago already. Three years. Me and Carsco were talking about that the other night. So, let's not skip over this, though. So, you're talking about your interest in performing and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but you write, too. Because you wrote wrote the entire treatment for Harms? Yeah. You wrote... Did you write the, the first draft at least? You wrote, so. okay, you wrote the entire first, first couple draft. drafts. So you, so, first couple so drafts. So you're a writer yep. too. Yeah. When it, did it was quite the process putting that together? It, it was, was nuts. Who came up with uh, with Time Out Tommy? 
that was that was that was a Carsco. Yeah, that was a Carsco, that was a Carsco thing. Came up with the whole Carsco came up with the Doug Tommy being Domino. the washed up '90s actor, and he came up with and like Kaiser being Mark Here's little brother, mm-hmm. and kind of everything out. Well, main oh, and he came up characters. with Kate. He came up with uh, Kate as yep. as uh, yeah as but, the renegade but Mark, cop. Mark, I still can't pronounce it. Markier. Markier was French, yeah. was yours. Yeah, well, that well, came Mark from Trust actually, Me. It was mine because yep. it came from the film Trust Me. Came from uh, Trust Me, which I have seen, but it was—it's been years. Yeah, now. You could, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> I, oh, hey, dude, I would like to redo that film if we I had the money to yes, do it, and I would that. cast you as John Martin because you would kill that role. <laughs> You're a sweet man. You are John Martin. He, he is, dude. He, <laughs> oh, would, he would destroy I'd that see role. It. I'd see it. Well, yeah, the writing thing, I mean, that came along just with the John Robert Powers thing with Bill. We were doing those right actor act classes, and, and he kind of helped me step it up um, with that. And I just had that idea in the head. It all started with that shootout, and, you know, we've talked about that a lot, so it was kind of interesting to start with the ending. I had the idea for the ending, and then start from the beginning and go from there. And you were really influenced by The Trust Departed. Me. Departed. My old film, Trust Me, yep. and then The Departed, and... Goodfellas, Blow, all that good stuff. Love and then the crime we genre, worked on so. it. We worked on it for like a solid year. Oh yeah. Together, you were coming over here all the time. Mm-hmm. We were condensing the script, adding this, you know, taking this. That out was before even buddies. Before we even. Yeah, that was before, before I even that met Carskill. That was about the time of yep. pre-production for Hunting yep. Buddies. And then we didn't decide to go full bore on Harms until A and K fell through, and then yep. that was we, that and then John signed summer. on. To help finish the writing, yeah, totally. which is great. So. And how cool is that to have a couple scripts sitting on a desk, you know? You but have, that always feels good. Well, but it's it always really good. And then, too. And then you, because then, then you have choices, and you can get together and engage in a dialogue about, you know, mm-hmm. what which is more feasible, which do we think is uh, we can do, which are we feeling more at this time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather than okay, this is what we've got. Let's. No, there was never a question. It was like let's move on this right now. Yeah. And and like with that being said, like. So we amped and we're getting ready for that. And a few months later, I met Elliot at the yeah. Actor Expo. Yeah. Or no, I met you at the uh, film board event. Remember, Grop oh, had me yeah. DJ that then, <laughs> and it was right. right after John Hughes died. So I was playing like John, like like music, like like songs that were in John Hughes movies. Like, That's oh. right. And you, you just ran up to me, and uh, I, we kind of knew each other, and you gave me one of your DVDs. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and you use it as a beer coaster. Yes, I, <laughs> I'm using it right now, yes. <laughs> um, you spilled coffee on it, dude. Yes, exactly. It Elliot, what's, well what's, your new, what's your new beer thing? Oh, uh, just started this um, uh, yesterday. I'm, um, I'm doing kind of a Lent thing, 40 days. Um, if I drink beer at night, I have to have uh, lifted weights. That morning, Elliot is so good at disciplining himself. Yeah, but I will say this: he's a bad influence on me because. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into that. Right. Well, that's I didn't want I didn't want to cut out the drinking, but I wanted to make it uh, contingent on this other thing. Wanted to add something else positive in my life. Yeah. So now it's a reward for having worked hard. So either I have to work out more or drink less. So we're going to see how this thing. Uh, <laughs> Dude, before out. you know it, you're going to be pounding beer and lifting weights at the same time. Yeah, I know. Time. I'm almost there. Yeah. I wonder that if anyone's the, ever really done that. That would be the Brandon Van Vliet, Van Vliet way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I go for bike rides, and I just got, like, vodka in my fucking thermos, you know? <laughs> I'm just swerving all over the streets. We should like, do a, a workout video. Oh, shit. Brandon that would be fun. A, like a mini keg of beer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I'd do it. I got this belly right now, though. I, I'm, I'm trying to lose it. It's not working No, out. that's... I was... Uh, I was 
starred in a music video last weekend and had my shirt off outside. Yes. And, and then I had to edit the footage. I was like, God damn it, I'm old and fat. I got to start oh. working out, you know. Oh. Pushing 30 here, so it's time to... Uh, pushing, pushing 30. 30. <laughs> yeah. Watch what you say over there. You're across the room, so I can't reach you. Oh, yeah. Elliot, do you want to get into your morning or no? We can. Do it. Let's, we, let's, 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 let's save let's that for another episode. Okay, we gotta, we gotta, let's let these guys talk. I'm here all day. Did you want to wrap it up, Boris? Well, what do you guys want to talk about more? Or Doug, go ahead. Well, Doug, talk about your acting. Talk, yeah, well, you know, you know what? Oh, sure. Let's do this quick. Mike, talk about some of the projects you've done. What's been your favorites? What what hasn't? And then uh, Doug, you, you kind of do what what Mike did. And sure. That could be the episode. I know this is like supposed to be like the stuff that like you talk about beforehand, and like I have to edit this out, or we okay. could just keep it in and just show yeah, the okay. viewers so whatever, how retarded yeah. we are. I'm not. I, I ain't editing shit. It's staying in. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Honestly, these last two projects have probably been my favorite between Popery and Harms because they just went so smoothly. I mean, just between cast and crew and everything, there's... Well, they're the same cast and crew, pretty much. Yeah, and that's just what's great about it. You know, you get used to everybody, and by the time Harms came around, you know, if we everyone would work together on Popery, and... There was a nice energy. Oh, good energy. And... Pure energy. For how many weeks in a row we went, even for harms, it was just like, there was maybe one day that was stressful, and that was when we were up to all what? We were oh, watching the sun the, come up at the school. The all-nighter at the so, school, yeah. I was just like going to kill. The, the six to six or whatever that was. That was so, so brutal. Doug, did you have any stressful days on harms? Because I most certainly did not. No. Um, no, not at all. It was... <laughs> what? No, no, I was laughing at Elliot, you paranoid bastard. <laughs> I, I, no, I enjoyed it thoroughly, uh, very organized. I, I, I remember mentioning this in interviews that we did, a couple uh, for Harm's behind-the-scenes stuff, that, yeah, I always felt like, or I do feel like I'm always treated like gold, uh, mostly when Brandon's not on set, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really fun and organized. And um, John's John, John's a, a great writer. He's he's making fantastic strides as a director. That's yeah. what he's wanted. Yeah. That's kind of what he wants to seg into mm -hmm. doing, which is cool. Um, so no, I had no, nothing nothing but positive experiences. So same. And wait till you guys. Well, you've seen it. Well, and you've seen it too. The rough cut. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It's amazing. Wow, we watched Wait, it twice. I've, I've not been it. privy to this. We yeah. watched it twice the other night when Brady was here because we went through the score list, and then we showed uh, Kareem and Keeps too. What Brady thing? I saw what... everyone was floored, man. I mean, we're all like, you know, a little speechless at the end of it, and then it was like, let's watch it again. <laughs> so we watched it again. Yeah, and it just goes, it flows so it's, smoothly. I mean, you know, it's almost two hours, and it feels like it's. An I was hour, just gonna say, what's 20. the runtime? Yeah. It's almost two, you know, and that's lengthy, but you know what? Mike nailed not, it. It 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 flows. If it clips along, yeah. oh, runtime yeah. doesn't really matter. What you yeah. want I is think the it's not about what scene, a, the longest scene's like four minutes. Right. So I mean, it moves. Well, and I think for me, uh, it's every time a, a character or or group comes back on, you're excited to see them because yeah. you kind of forget about people and you're taking on all these different journeys. So so every everything that comes around again, you're like, oh, that that dude again, cool. And, and what, very what similar to now? Potpourri, it's got quite the ensemble cast, and it all you know, you never get bored. Like no. you're like, oh, right. back to this guy again. Oh, oh this you know, different so, going on. I don't know, man. I'm I'm feeling really blessed. I've been laying in bed late night, 
you know, sm- <laughs> smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my menthol uh, before bed, watching my Simpsons, and I'm just like, you know, thank you, God, it feels so good. much for these projects. Like seriously, I, I don't know what I did to deserve this. Yeah. And you guys working with you on this, you seriously. As well. Yeah. Dougie, you're the man. Just wait until you see. Oh, we all yeah. we all agreed. Actually, we were talking. You two. Yeah, you're, Elliot, you're Elliot and Dougie. Are I'm your just sitting in a room full of guys and I'm blushing. Oh so my god, that's yeah. very it's, sweet of you. Thank I you. Just... It, hurt, it hurts, Bobby. <laughs> could not stop enjoying. Tommy, I died for you. Like it's yeah, just yeah. great. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And I like the, uh, the the cousins insert you did of of you. I had a stand in. Yeah, and you, we're not going to tell people where it is, okay. but they'll never know. You'll never know. Yeah. For, for you? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he cut his hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was, okay, this, this, the oh, yeah, I had the long pickup hair, stuff? Yeah. Right on. I can say pickup because it'll get started in and people no one, know. No one's yeah. going to know anyway. I didn't even but know no until one's anyone said anything. I thought it was him. I mean, Plus, I've aged a lot in a year, and people are like, whoa. No, yeah. no, I mean... That sort of stuff, I was really worried about it because, you know, some people have gained weight, some people have lost weight, some people don't have long hair anymore, some people don't have their facial hair anymore. You can't tell. No. <laughs> like, you can't, you're like, oh, this was shot a year later. Like, oh. Yeah. Well, oh. and it's funny, if you hear, if you listen to commentary on sitcoms or episodic or films or whatever, and they will, they'll talk about continuity things, most of the time, you don't even realize it. Right. And then once, once you're told that it's there, you look for it and you see it, but... I mean, would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's uh, there's always going to be continuity errors in movies. I mean, you I can love watch them. you can watch the best Martin movies. Scorsese I mean, doesn't even Scorsese. care. There, it's just all like horrible continuity. I love them. You, can't, you yeah. can't do it. Um, and then like I noticed it in in you know kind of improv stuff is big now. Like if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, it's hor- it's like littered with continuity errors. See, I would like that. It, they film it different every yeah. time, so mm-hmm. it's always like different. Um, body movement and things like this. He's so fucking awesome at being at creating tension and making you just want to like Awkwardness. grab him by the throat. I, I, I can I, I, I can watch a couple episodes and I'm like, oh my god, this dude, is so good. Pretty, I can't. That pretty that good. show and uh, <laughs> that show and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like I like him a lot. I can't watch those before bed because I get stressed. Oh, like they just those you they just stress you out, man. Like oh, you know. But you know George Costanza's character in Seinfeld's based off of Larry David. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can tell. And you can tell the similarities, yeah. yeah, when you watch both of them. It's They're freaks, great. you know? I've been told I, I was a lot like George Costanza, personality-wise. Really? Yeah. Dude, you're way but You're calm. so laid back. No, uh, it's, I'm kind of neurotic in that same way, and I overthink things and make up little stupid rules and all about principle. I mean, a lot yeah, of For yourself? Or? Yeah, for me. Yeah. But you don't impose them necessarily. Yeah. But you, you don't. I bet there's a difference. You don't impose them on other on your friends, family, right. roommates, no. do, or do you? Uh, no. Because no. that's that's basically what he did. Oh. I think. You Unless never I'm, let anything you know go. What I'm saying? No, so, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot, you're like one of the most laid back people yeah. I know. Like right. I've never. I, I, I've seen you stressed like twice. Well, you the, seen me this morning. the day before. <laughs> the day. I was just gonna say the day before oh, potpourri man. and then today. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember when you showed up the day before potpourri, <laughs> you got stuck in traffic, and I, I come Aww. to get you, and I'm all excited to go set up at Chris's house. I open the door, I look at you, you're like, gray, yeah. dude. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong? You're like, 
fucking try to fucking die. Yeah. Are you hungry? I'm starving. <laughs> yeah, man, I could eat. I was just going to say, I think I, I grew a lot during the filming of Potpourri, just in terms of uh, learning how to deal with problems and stress and mm -hmm. uh, and just chill out and relax. Cause Every project is a giant learning experience. Like I feel yeah. like you grow as a human. Oh, yeah. It, exactly. It'll either kill you. Like it did to the guys on Girl Scout cookies, or it'll. <laughs> oh man! Right. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, though. Right? Pretty much. Pretty much. Hey, Coy. Could you let Cars go in? Uh oh. All right. Yeah, yeah. We got oh, guys for the it. round the three show. Arrives. Yep. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. <clears throat> All right. Hey, Coy's gonna come grab you. You're on the air right now. <laughs> Just relax. Just relax. 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 So, so yeah, I have, I have a pretty good threshold for, for stress, but mm -hmm. there are certain days, today's one of them, where it's, uh, you get overloaded. <laughs> oh. all, everything goes wrong. It all happens well, at well, once. Well, I mean, when it, pours, yeah, exactly. when it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. Love Carsco. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I used to get so much more stressed out, like, per se, like a year ago than I do now. Like, I'd, I try not to let things bother me anymore, and I think it's helped me a lot. Yeah. Like, I get stressed, like, last year at this time. I was like 30 pounds heavier than I am now. I mean, and you'll see you'll see it in the film. I mean, I was a beefcake in those movies, <laughs> man, compared to the way I look now. But I, I don't know. Like, I uh, there's like that good stress when you're filmmaking, like that, like that kind of gets your adrenaline going. And then there's just like that bad stress where it's just like those days, like nothing goes right. Well, I think it boils down to, and you only, I think you only gain this perspective through experience. But it's choose your battles. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I used to be forceful and a bit of a control freak. I stopped being like that. You know, trying to anyway. And I just let the the cards fall. And then I, I, I deal with them once they've kind of hit the table. I know that sounds like cheesy. But I, I feel like, you know, getting older, a little wiser. I still want to end up like my dad. Uh -oh. So, yeah, no offense if you're listening. Oh, when there's no craft <laughs> on side. Taken out of the will for that one. Oh, man. <laughs> Dougie. Yo. How'd you get into acting? Uh, you know, I, it's funny because I, I had no interest in it in, uh, in school, high school. Didn't do theater, drama, anything. I played sports. I thought theater was for, you know, wasn't Weirdos. interested at all. For the gay kids? <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, I, was in, I was in graduate school, and through college, once I got sort of done doing the college thing my last couple years I found myself thinking and wanting to do when I had free time outside of uh, playing soccer and studying or whatever I just wanted to watch films yeah. I did I, that's what, that's what yep. it's, it was my favorite way to unwind it still is oh, yeah. and I would find myself getting so wrapped up in films that, that I liked and thinking about scenarios in the film and characters and things mm -hmm. for days and this Continued through graduate school, and um, I, I remember thinking my last year of graduate school, there's got to be something to this. So I sought out, I remember one day I sat down on my computer, I sought out um, um, agencies and, and um, anything performance-wise that would come up in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And I, I got some listings, I went in, um, talked to someone at, a, at a, uh, uh, an acting academy, mm -hmm. talked to them. Talked to them about classes. They let me in. I took a class. I loved it. I took another class. I loved it. Um, and after that, I found myself at the end of my graduate school run. And I was finished with graduate school. And I finished my, it was a performance fundamentals program. 
And I just thought this was this would be the perfect time if I was ever going to pursue this or try it. It'd be right now, yeah. and I did. And the first couple of projects that I was lucky enough to be able to do, I loved it. And projects after that, I loved even more. And I realized what a challenge it was. And I think that's what that's what really drives me um, in you know in and around all the other things that I love about um, the work. It's always challenging. And you can always get better. You can talk yep. to, oh, you'll interview, definitely. you know, Robert Redford, Paul Newman, Al Pacino. They all say that. There's always ways to get better. Um, and my, my, my favorite part of the work is, is in film, because that's what kind of drew me to it. Um, I like all aspects, but film is what I really like. That's why um, it was really cool running into um, Brandon and John and, and, and Mike um, and you as well later on because I had been able, I'd been lucky enough to do um, some things over the span of three, four, five years here. And my work with, uh, with you all and Brandon was thing, were things unlike what I'd done before, which is really great. And that's why I love Brandon so much because he was, he and John uh, were the first ones to see see me as um being able to do stuff it's like they could read my mind they wanted they were they were thinking of me for stuff that i wanted to try to do because mm -hmm. i thought i could do it i wasn't sure like colin in one night stand yeah that Love and it. and like tommy and harm's way and mm -hmm. and um o'donnell and and your film elliot that was stuff it, it the timing was perfect for me to do that kind of stuff because I was ready to try it and, and fail at it if I did or, or succeed if, you know, whatever happened. But I was, I was so wanting to try and get in there. And so, like I said, timing was just, it was perfect for this. And I think that's why I feel for, so fortunate to have been able to, to, uh, to work with, with you all and, and stay in touch and, Aww. and be thought of, yeah, yeah, we're getting all fucking sentimental. <laughs> I would cry, but my microphone doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd cry, but I'm too tired. <laughs> no, Dougie, we we feel the same way. I I think we got a, a really good thing going on. Obviously, otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here at yeah. ten o'clock in the morning talking to these microphones. No, it's oh, it's yeah. it's a it's a good uh, it's a great thing. I'm blessed to get and, with uh, everybody. Yeah, love all you it guys is. for yeah. different reasons. You know. Yeah. And, Agreed. Um, absolutely. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. We got the other boys waiting. Uh, signing off. Mike Borka, Doug Sidney, Elliot Davini. Keep in mind, Thursday, October sixth, Riverview Theater, Potpourri World Premiere, and Thursday, November seventeenth, the World Premiere of In Harm's Way. Three-year anniversary at... of the read-through of Hunting Buddies. Sorry, that's crazy to think of too. And, 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 though, and it's already was been it, that long. It? November seventeenth, two thousand. It was two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. So it was, be, it was four years. Yep. So three years from the from the uh, premiere because it premiered. What? No, I, November twelfth. Yeah. November twelfth, two thousand nine. It premiered. Yep, yep. November seventeenth, two thousand eight. Eight. We did, we did the read. Yeah, we did the read. Wow. And it was done. Remember, you told me this. It was in the can, June, after we filmed in Ju in January. Oh yeah, yeah. We we were we were picture locked and. Yep. Me and Carsco edited that like, yep. really fast. So, but anyway, uh, hey, thanks for listening. And uh, round three of the Restraining Hollywood podcast coming at you in a couple weeks. Thank you. See you. Bye. Thank bye. you. Love it. Bye. <laughs>